The following is a fourth-hand production. We're talking Goliath, the Titans, Cyclops, Paul Bunyan, Jack and the Beanstalk, hell even Shaq and Andre, it's Giants this week on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? I'm not crazy. hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. This is Hysteria 51. Here. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that's never met a giant, but got pretty close to one in the Silver Dome in Detroit in 87. This is Hysteria 51. From Grenoble in the French Alps, weighing 477 pounds, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host and head paleoanthropologist. My name is John Goforth. What does that even mean? Alongside is my co-captain and a true giant in his own mind, Mr. Brent Hand. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Have you know that my wife thinks of me as a giant too, John? Yeah, a gigantic asshole. (laughs) Other voice you're hearing, like nails on a chalkboard, is the third host of this dumpster fire. The one and only conspiracy bot. John, listeners, as you guys know, I built Seabot to help research and produce the show. Unfortunately, the only thing he researches is appliance catalogs. So hot. And the only thing he's produced is a high alcohol tolerance and low self-awareness. Seabot, if anyone on this show is a gigantic asshole, I, I believe that award goes to you. True, Dad. I saw an opportunity to take a shot at Brandt, so I took it, but not as good as the shot I took at his gallbladder a while back. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a metaphor. Try and keep up. But you're right, John. I am a gigantic asshole. It works out well for you guys, though. I keep the riffraff out. I finally got rid of Moens last year, and I'm pretty sure I'll have Joe Peck off the show by summer. Well, you got rid of Moens. Yep. He'll never be back in the lower fourth dimension again? Is that what you're saying? Nope. He gone. And not too soon, either. That guy got on my last nerve. Well, Seabot... We got a special treat for you. Back in the lower fourth dimension for the first time in a long time, and it feels so good. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Matt Owens, or as we affectionately call him, Moens. Ugh, like this show isn't bad enough. Ignore him, Moens. Great to see you back from Cali. Thanks for coming all the way and slumming in the lower fourth dimension. It's great to be back, Seabot. It's especially good to see you, buddy. Don't touch me. I need a drink. <laughs> that's actually good, good, good advice. Yeah. And he, he missed you. I mean, he could have said something a lot worse there. Yeah, he could have told me to die or something. Yeah, it's, it is implied. It's like the understood you when he talks. It's just, he wants you to die. It's the royal we. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's nice to have you back in the flyover states. How about that? Yeah, it's fantastic, guys. It's um, it's lovely to get back into the lower fourth dimension. Also, so Chicago. what is it with this cold weather? You brought it back with you. Hey, now. Yeah, it's the um, I become what people call a weather wimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you hate it whenever you go somewhere and they're having unseasonably cool weather? They're like, you brought this weather with you. 
Yeah. Like, uh, what, what are you talking about? I think about? most like, weather conversation in general, I'm just like, this is needless. We can we can all observe the <laughs> you're weather. You're so pedantic. <laughs> oh, you do have sensory <laughs> organs in your skin? Oh, well, that's a wonderful thing. Pedantic, the only word you're being while using it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I can think of a couple words I think that you've been, well, do you, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, at least we know where your head's at. <laughs> hey! I'll be here all week to try the veal. <laughs> Gents, before we dive into the show, the topic today is giants. So I thought we'd take a moment and talk about, I think, probably all of our favorite giant, Andre the Giant. There will be no survivor! Now, have you guys seen the new documentary on HBO on Andre? No, I haven't I seen a new one. I, I've seen a couple documentaries on his life. The one was like the, it just it just came out in early April. Okay, no one was like world's what they say like world's most famous drunk, you know, and stuff like that. Because you know, <laughs> that was the, that was his thing, the world's most famous drunk. Oh, he was like his... oh, and he happened to wrestle. Yeah, I was like I was like I think that was the first thing. I don't think too many people heard about his drunk antics until later in life. Oh man, I, I tell you what though, they they are something of legend now. Yeah. yeah. Drink a hundred beers just to catch a buzz. You know, drink a drink a fifth of whiskey with a steak dinner. When people talk about the sheer amounts of alcohol he would consume and food, mm-hmm. but but alcohol is is it's crazy. He used to when he would get on the WWF tour bus, he would require a case of wine for him, and to mess with Hulk Hogan, he would chug a bottle of wine and then wing the bottle at Hulk Hogan's head. <laughs> and that's funny. Fun. What are you like? Pussy, because <laughs> like, Hulk Hogan's a little pussy guy up in front. Yeah, he's only like seven foot tall and three hundred pounds. <laughs> Give me the next biggest man. <laughs> Come here, bitch boy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, but he was also like uh, known to be extremely generous. Like he, the gentle giant. Yeah, he paid for everything. There's a story of he went out to dinner with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Arnold like slipped away from the table to try to pay. He's like he's like up at the the. The stand, waitress stand or whatever it is, and Andre the Giant grabs him by the arms and picks him up. He's like, no, 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 I pay. And walked him back to the table and (laughs) sat him in a chair. And he goes, I'm really mean. He carried me back to the table and sat me in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) You're a large man when you're picking up Arnold Schwarzenegger in his heyday and setting him in a chair like a doll. Well, even those are the things I'm always curious about is normal appliances for everybody are like baby appliances for him, like a toilet. How yeah. awful is that to use? Oh, my God. Or like when he would fly, you know, and, and he liked going to Japan because they were welcoming of that stature. They had the whole, you know, big men were, were accepted right. over there and fat as far as, you know, you have sumo wrestlers and stuff like that. So he could they had things that would accommodate him and he liked places like that quite a bit. No. Yeah. He hated the fact that the world wasn't set up for big men. Uh, I think we have a clip. It's difficult everywhere I go because... They don't build anything for big people. They build everything for blind people, for crippled people, for some other people, but not for big people. So we have to fit in there. And it's not too easy all the time. Yeah, he really he really didn't like the fact that he felt like he was looked down upon for mm-hmm. being big. Uh, he said one of his favorite things about being on the set for The Princess Bride is because it's a movie, everyone's dressed up in these flamboyant costumes and they're stars. No one was paying special attention to him when he right. was in the room, and he right. loved that. 
Uh, and he knocked that one out of the park, man. That was an awesome oh, yeah. movie. He was awesome in it. Though he, you know, because he had, uh, we'll get into Giants uh, later, but the reason he was a giant was gigantism. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because he had that, he had some real physical problems a little bit later in life. They said when he filmed The Princess Bride, even when, um, even what's her name from House of Cards? Robin Wright. Robin Wright. When she uh, fell into his arms, she weighed 100 pounds, she said. And they had to they had to uh, put cables on her mm-hmm. because he couldn't handle that weight. His back, yeah, his yeah, back his was back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he couldn't. He got to where he couldn't hardly stand or anything. It was real bad. Yeah, physics like, doesn't do well for the body structure that's not built for. No, and it's one gravity. of those people that like also one time got pissed at paparazzi or someone who talked bad to him and flipped their car over. So he was at one end of the spectrum and then the other. That is a good way to let someone know that you're not happy with them. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you idiots finish up this giant love fest and get on with the show? The sooner you start, the sooner Moens is gone. <laughs> good idea. See, but let's start. I guess uh, a good place is what do we mean by a giant? So I looked this up online to, to modern day standards. And th- yeah, there's some wishy washy back and forth, but the common, you know, conception is that if you're at six foot eight or above, you're considered to be of giant stature. And that makes sense because the average height of a man in the United States is five foot nine and one half inches. I'm 6'2", what are you, 6'1"? I'm 6 foot. 6 foot, what are you mowing? 5'10". So we're all above average, and, uh, you know, like... Well, I, I could have f- told you that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, the, you know, you look at a lot of people, and I don't even feel that big help. Producer Lisa and I, we went to a charity function, and one of the people in the charity plays football for Notre Dame, and the Notre Dame football team was there. It is... Very, very few times in my life when I feel absolutely tiny, it was one of those times. <laughs> like, I was, Lisa can attest to it, I was completely, yeah, dwarfed by everyone there. Taking height into account, we must just have big friends, because mm-hmm. whenever we're all hanging out in a group of, like, five or ten of us, I'm generally on the shorter end of the scale, and I'm six foot tall. <laughs> we always make jokes about that. Like, oh, Not that that's that tall, but it's... Mm-hmm. Much over the the national well, average from Big Andy, my friend. You know, we got people like from from six foot nine on down to whatever hell. Ian Minton, who was a guest on the Hitler episode, yeah, he's six seven. You know what I mean? Right. And most of our most of my friends from college and stuff, they're all like right at six three, except for Joe Peck, who's actually five two. <laughs> five two. Yeah. Yeah. We actually he's carry just two of him, and he yeah. has one on his own back. <laughs> on his <laughs> one adult ticket, please. <laughs> Why is he wearing a trench coat? Yeah. <laughs> so you got these people, like we're talking about the friends that we have up to, you know, like almost seven foot tall. They're you're normal. They're just, you know, those freakishly tall individuals. Right. There is. And this is what John brought up uh, that Andre the Giant suffered from gigantism. And that's a rare disorder. And it's the increased levels of what what is your growth hormone before the fusion or the growth plate. Uh, actually fuses, you know, so your growth plate never actually gets to fuse. And it occurs at some point soon after puberty. And this most often is due to abnormal tumors on the pituitary gland. Like benign tumors. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. you just never stop growing. Andre the Giant never stopped growing. You know, and he was around like seven foot four. He was actually tiny. Robert Wadlow, and if you guys have ever been to a Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, they love to have the Robert Wadlow there. Uh, the tallest man ever in current times, or as, as that we know of, born in 1918, died in 1940. He was 8 foot 11 inches tall when he died. He was young. So uh, he's from Alton, Illinois, yeah. which is a, uh, a, a suburb, essentially, of, of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. 
I, I lived in St. Louis for a time, and I spent some time in Alton, and there's this great bar there. Uh, Fast Eddie's Bonaire. Oh my gosh, it is fantastic! Uh, it, it's an awesome bar. Uh, cheap beer, cheap food. If you're ever in the area, highly recommend uh, it. Um, d- uh, Ninety nine cent hamburgers. Yeah, uh, twenty five cent peeling, peeling shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Brand new sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the mood, Fast yeah. Eddie's Bonaire. <laughs> when you're in the uh, mood, come for the good food. Fast Eddie's Bonaire, all in Illinois. <laughs> Well, t- uh, paycheck. Yeah. Um, they'll send us some twenty-five cent peeling yeah. shrimp in the mail. Yeah. Um, but no, they uh, on the wall in Fast Eddie's, they've got one of Robert Wadlow's shoes. Thirty-seven triple A or triple E or whatever it was. I forget. I looked it up and it now was, I'm forgetting. It's crazy. It looking. looks like a, a clown, clown shoe. shoe would fit inside it. You know what I mean? Because, right, right, right. Because you know a clown shoe's wide on the end? It's just wide everywhere. And long. So the thing about Robert Wadlow is, if you, like I said, if you go to these Ripley's, believe it or not, they love to have him, uh, like an animatronic of him sitting in a chair, and you push a button, and we've seen this at like three of them now, and it stands up, this robot, and it's Robert Wadlow standing at 8 foot 11 inches tall. Holy crap, that's a lot of me. And he would have kept growing. He died of an infection. Question. So it's a robot, but it looks like a meat sack. Right, right. Exactly. Sounds like nightmare shit for me. Thanks a lot. That's what they call an android. No, that's what they call fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Did he say anything when he stood up or did he just stand up? (laughs) He's like, oh, God, it hurts. My knees. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so we we talked about very large, just friends of ours. I'm sure you all have friends that are very large, normal people. (laughs) That's true. We've talked about gigantism. The topic tonight is giants, but, but that is not what we're talking about. We're not talking about gigantism. We're not talking about um, cases that are known people like Andre the Giant and stuff like that. We're talking about, in the past, did they really have giants that lived? Like, do you live in a ranch house? Step outside of it and look at it. Now imagine a person bigger than that. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Not, not the shacks of the world. Yeah, yeah. That, in fact, some of these times when we're talking about it, the, the shacks of the world, are the, the Robert Wadlow's, are tiny compared to the giants of the past that they talk about. Right. And it, it seems contrary to what we're taught because we're taught that, you know, back in the day, olden times, uh, people were shorter than what they were. Right. John and I would be <laughs> literally the mountain and the hound if we went back into, like, you know, castle I, times. I call the hound. Any of these flaming fucking hounds come near me, I'll strangle you with your own guts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Real quick, diving into them. I love when he stares down his brother. He walks across when they finally all meet at the to show the White Walker to everyone. And he's like, you know, who's coming for your brother? Yeah, you do. You've always known. Like telling him, like, oh, yeah, flip and kill you. Yeah. Like, Meanwhile, he doesn't realize his brother's a full on zombie. Yeah. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, you're you're even uglier than I am now. Looking at these things, like, what if that's not true? What if there is evidence contrary to, like, people who were tiny or smaller? And what if that evidence is being covered up by the powers that be? And why? I guess that's why we have a topic tonight. Yeah, we're going to try to answer those. We're going we're gonna to stab at it. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> not, we're not stabbing at Moens. No, don't do that again. The big thing that you're going to find out, and it's kind of the the running theme through this. The is, running theme of this show. Is one of the biggest cover-ups of time is man's history. That's what they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you that all these things are known, but the powers that be, whether they are X, Y, and Z, whatever they are, they're covering up the true history for whatever nefarious reason they see fit. And there's there's evidence of that 
uh, in real life, people trying to cover up that the uh, Holocaust ever happened. That's that's a true right. one. There's also people that say, well, the true origin of the pyramids was covered up, that uh, the Anunnaki built them and that we had nothing to do with them. Also true. It's a running theme through so many of our topics. It's just the way it is. And pulling a wool over eyes for one reason or another, and many think that it's being done with the existence of giants, they're just hidden from us. Mm-hmm. And so many think that life on Earth is much older than what we're told, and was at one time even maybe much more advanced. Hint, hint, that might be a future topic of ours. I'm looking forward to that episode. <laughs> uh, John Anthony West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um when we say might be older than what we're taught, we're not saying older than 6,000 years. We, we, we believe we, this show already believes that the earth is older than 6,000 years. Yeah, we're talking about like like billions the, of years. The deluge killed a population millions of years ago. That, that, that's one of those things that these people say. So, right, right, right. That's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to tell you this alternate history that they're keeping. From- Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use, like, the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value, and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, 
What's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You look tired. I take it the caffeine, toothpaste, and adrenaline face serum aren't working? Well, maybe you should ask Santa for a Nectar mattress this year. And if the big guy brings you another unicorn finger puppet, don't worry, because mattresses start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com today. From us. So sometimes the easiest way to ask the past what happened is to shut up and listen. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a ton of great examples of giants throughout oral and written history that, that we can just look back on and yeah. go, oh, here it is. Look at the Greeks. Look at the yeah, ancient I mean, Greeks. First, they had titans, yeah, right. which were definitively giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not have been human, but they, they were definitively giants. Uh, they were the large and powerful children of Gaia. Oh, is- Gaia. Don't get me started. I love Gaia. Oh wait, not the not, not the, the channel, website. not not the website and the channel. It's the the Mother Earth Gaia. Gotcha, gotcha. Producer Lisa, we need to cut him off from the Gaia's website. Can you like kill the credit card on that? Um, and then uh, the that the Mother Earth is Gaia, uh, and then the father is Uranus. I'm not going to say Uranus. Uranus, uh, who was Father Sky. That's right. And then they literally had beings called giants or giantees. Gigantes. Gigantes. No, 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 no. I, I no, 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 no. Lisa is a gigantic tease is what we're getting at. Uh, gigantes. Gigantes. That sounds like where I have to shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a one hour, one hour t-shirt shop. Yeah. They, they bought out all the, uh, melon tall and fat stores. <laughs> Gigantes, big and tall. <laughs> you got a shirt? We got one for you. <laughs> That's where I shop. I don't know about you guys. I love, love Rodney Dangerfield. Well, he was he was the king. Lisa hates him. Lisa's not a fan. The triple Lindy. Yeah, there you go. Not to be outdone by the ancient Greeks, we got the Bible. Probably the most pointed text in any ancient writing is Genesis 6-4. Yeah, uh, when it comes to the giants, this is probably the most quoted text, whether you believe in God or not, it's still an ancient book. So Genesis 6, 4. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. Now you read that translation. 
some translations just call them giants. They use right. that word. Right. And there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children with them and some became mighty men who were old men of renown. That's so, yeah, depending on, on the say. translation, it says Nephilim or giants. And so what they're saying there when they're saying like these these children of God, they're fallen angels. They're well, saying these demons. That's that's the the. One way to look That's at it. That's one way that people yeah. perceive yeah. it. There's, there, people perceive that numerous ways. So also, also a lot of daughters involved in these things. It's true. <laughs> they call out the daughters quite often. <laughs> they fall to earth. They're here. They start porking humans, and they start spewing out all sorts of things. Giants, but not only giants. They also have, like, half human, half other animals and things like that, but giants was one of the big ones. I didn't read that in the Bible. Oh, oh well, it's not in the Bible. You obviously don't watch enough Ancient Aliens. <laughs> that is directly from Ancient Aliens. So, yeah. So, uh, so right after they had the Nephilim, they had Hellhounds. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, of course, yes. I yeah. mean, George Sukalos said so. Exactly. <laughs> so according to Numbers 13, 32 through 33, uh, they later inhabited Canaan. And at the time of the Israelite conquest of Canaan, here, this is where this Bible verse comes from. Like I said, Numbers 13, 32 through 33, quote, so they brought to the Israelites an unfavorable report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land that we have gone through as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw are of great size. There we saw the Nephilim, and then in parentheses, the Anakites come from Nephilim, and to ourselves we seemed like grasshoppers, and so it seemed to them. Meaning they were really big. So yeah, big. so it's not just these seven foot tall. They, they talk about, you know, 36 feet. 100 right. feet, right, 200 right. feet, you know, as large as mountains, things like that. I mean, when you go through all these texts and history and things, reports vary, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But um, and uh, the, the funny part is, I don't remember in Sunday school talking about giants much. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. there was one. There was one. Story. I mean, I mean, Goliath. Well, go yes. But other than that. One. Yeah. And they never really they weren't like, oh, there's a bunch of Goliaths. There's a race of giants. Yeah, right, they're right, just right. like, there's this one and he's big. I, and but I didn't. I know I, now in, in looking and reading through the Bible, like I never thought I never took it as he was the only giant or anything. He was a Philistine. So I guess I thought some of the Philistines were, were giants, I guess. Are we? Well, that's I mean, the way I took it as a kid. I didn't know. And also, uh, it reports vary on how big he was. I think that uh, perhaps our Sunday school teachers weren't focusing on the fact that he might or might not have been well over 10 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah I don't yeah. think they cared too much about physiology. I think they were just like, he was a you, big know how, you know how God helped David? Right. Yeah, exactly. Take that away. It's like, but how big was he? Oh, he was big enough to kill him. Like, wow, most of you are big enough to kill me right now because I'm a child. Because <laughs> I'm six years old. Yeah. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. We had We had a poster. Dude was like 50 feet tall. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. And then we had the picture of him holding uh Goliath's head over his head and it's like the size of like a a boulder and the hair dry. I swear to god, I'm serious. Man, man, you had like a hyped up yeah, Sunday no, school. Like, like I, I, I like that. Like I'm not I would understand. You guys are saying these things and like that's not my experience at all. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't have like smoke machines going off when they were ex no, like, we explaining had... all these stories. What you like... don't know is that Brent actually is a uh, Latter day Saint. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, I went to I did... studied the Apocrypha exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we weren't we weren't going to a church that had like rapping and, and bass players and boom, 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 boom. this was more of a fire and brimstone. Did you, I was gonna say, did you celebrate the losses yeah. of most of the things in the Bible? Yeah, like every yeah. time they're just like and that's the day we got Jesus. Yeah. Were there were there many pentagrams around <laughs> when you were in, quote unquote, church? So uh, thanks for 
ganging up on my my religious background. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is what we're here for. So no, I I I have literally always thought that Goliath was a Gol- the name. Like I never thought of him as ten feet tall. Like I always thought him as absolutely massive hulking beast. Mm. Like like Jack and the Beanstalk big. Yeah, I don't like that's great. I I always remember so many little things that were so unbelievable that you like I didn't grab Goliath as being like the one most unbelievable. It's like there was a whale that swallowed people for days and then would throw them up. Like that was pretty weird. So Goliath was like, sure, <laughs> so, this dude's big. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah, yeah right. That's the problem with these stories is no one knows exactly how tall right. he was. That different stories, uh, different people have different thoughts about it. Some even in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it said he was six foot nine. Yeah. So who knows? So my, you know, we've we've known people are taller than Goliath. Than Goliath, right? Another writing for the times, but not in the regular Bible, comes to us from the Apocrypha, the Book of Enoch, and this is uh, one that. Alien theorists and anyone worth their salt in the conspiracy world loves to throw this book around. And the first part of the Book of Enoch describes the fall of the Watchers, the angels who fathered the Nephilim. So That's like what I you were said, talking about before. These these fallen angels, demons, as you want to call them. One more from the Apocrypha, the Book of Giants. The, the Book of Giants essentially expands on the birth of giants in Genesis we mentioned earlier. In this story, the giants come into being when the sons of God had sexual intercourse with mortal women who birthed the hybrid race of giants. That could not have been comfortable for the women. <laughs> well, no. I mean, does it start as a giant? How, what, what is a giant baby? Yeah, 13 what? pounds? 26 pounds? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a Lincoln episiotomy was, waiting to happen. Lincoln was almost 10 pounds and... Uh, my wife would tell you that was a giant. <laughs> these these giants, they partook in the destruction of immortal actions, which devastated humanity. And when Enoch heard of this, he was distressed and asked God to bring judgment on these giants. And in God's mercy, he chose to give the giants a chance to repent, but eventually they didn't. And while the fragments in the Dead Sea Scroll are incomplete, there's a mention of the host of God subduing the race of giants through battle, meaning he said, uh... You guys do do right, and they're like, "Now nah, we're good. All right, then I'm going to wipe you out." Yeah, this is Old Testament, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not going to do it, uh, I'm going to Sm- send in. I'm smite. Me, Lots of smiting spider. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is the evidence of this, John? Uh, so there, there have been many sites and digs that purported to have uncovered giant bones. The larger question is: Are these one-offs or proof of like an you know an actual race? Uh, let, let's let's talk about a few examples. The problem, I, real, real quick, before we jump into these, and the thing you've got to uh, handle this with kid gloves is when you're looking at these things, there are many, many, many reported sites of giant bones, and the vast majority of those are incredibly fake. Oh. And the photos of these, you know, seven foot tall skull being dug up and stuff is all just crap. There's one photo that is super popular. Like if you go to YouTube. Okay. Or just the, the, the internet in general and Google, like, proof of giants. Uh, this photo is the first thing you'll see. When, when people are when people are putting in the little 10-minute t- YouTube video to attract views, they put this photo as, like, the, the thing that you – the, the, the thumbnail, thumbnail to yeah, click yeah. on. And uh, it's it's a picture of a, what looks like a person digging up a giant that had to have been 40 foot tall. Right. That's, that's – yeah, that's and, what I'm talking about. Uh, it's crazy. It actually uh, – uh, they've traced this picture back. It was part of a contest to literally use Photoshop to come up with the most cool-looking photo oh, you could, yeah. Yeah. and it just spread like so wildfire there, across the internet after somebody took it as real. There's this website called Worth 1000, and I, I, I used to go to it all the time. I haven't been there in a while. And it's Photoshop contests, 
And it's funny because, you know, pictures worth a thousand words, you know, so mm-hmm. they do Photoshop contests. And I used to go there and I would see every day I'd go and I, I'd look at them all and you would see these photos. Someone would just take the worth 1000 logo off the bottom and use them in all sorts of craziness. You know, look what I found or this, that passing it off as their own or real and things like that. It's just disgusting. Guys, did you, ever, did you ever think that maybe somebody has just been itching to get the real photo out? So they're like, here what, it is. What's one way I can get this out and people won't know? Hmm. Should I? Should I start a contest <laughs> where I call out these being fake, but I'm going to put a real one in It's Tom DeLonge. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is how he's always going to service everything. Yes. This, is, this is why he has a Kickstarter campaign. Angel from my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Weird animal in the background of this photo. <laughs> Uh, so let's get into some of the examples, Brent. Let's the, uh, start in Ecuador, John. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's right near the equator. <laughs> Ecuador, Ecuadorable. Oh, oh, and so. that's and that's why we brought him back, folks. Yes. You asked no, for surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the giants of Ecuador. What are they about? Uh, there's an area they discovered that they are now calling the Lost City of Giants. Right. I saw that movie. This mm. actually, this came about in a rather non-nefarious way. No, oh, yeah. They got a bunch of rains. And heavy rains in 2013, they found a large female skull. Yeah, and since then, teens have been researching this site and have found about a half dozen human skeletons dating to the early 1400s all the way through the mid-1500s, which measure between seven and eight feet tall. So we're not talking about these uh, crazy, crazy, crazy tall stuff that could be, you know, heights now, but... These things well, were washed. Some reports. Some, some Now, these are the real reports that we're talking about. Other people love to say, oh, they're hiding the real ones. That's and, and what stuff. they want you exactly. to say. The thing about these that is pretty cool is these seem to be buried deep in elaborate uh, burial grounds. And if it hadn't been for these crazy rains and floods and washing away, we probably never would have found them. And here's a quote, actually, from... Uh, it comes from Kudika High Life. It's a website, and they do reports. It's also a delicious beer. There you go. Mm. We're very early in our research, <laughs> and I'm only able to provide a general overview of what we have found. I don't want to make claims based on speculation since our work is ongoing. Because of the size of the skeletons, this is both anthropological and medical implications, meaning we've actually found something, and we're going to do our due diligence to prove it's right. And that's not meaning we're going to hide it. Uh, bash anyone who disagrees with us, then when it comes out that it is actually human DNA, uh, we're going to say that they we don't believe those scientists. I'm a scientist. I don't believe in anything. All of the star child or any of these other things that, that, that come and find out. These guys are actually doing science and trying to figure it out. It's almost as if you've been doing too much science. <laughs> too much science. Is that possible? No. <laughs> the, the funny part of this is, is take these scientists out. The Amazon indigenous people have legends of tall, pale-skinned people who lived nearby. So it's always funny when you you like we found these these skeletons and they go to the, the natives. Oh yeah, they live like a three doors down. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like you go to Nepal. Oh yeah, the Yeti. Yeah, we know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't mess with that. And everyone else is like oh, I don't know. And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid white man. Hysteria Nation members, fi- uh, Eric Severinhouse, is finding one for us right now we on hope, Everest. We hope he's mm-hmm. he's climbing Everest. That, he that he just made it to Everest Base Camp. 
Man, I didn't even I didn't even want to shower today. I did. I didn't want to. <laughs> he's, he's on base camp. <laughs> so I feel great about myself too. <laughs> <laughs> and we all thank you for showering today. Thank you. They the community elders, these these Amazonian people describe this race of pale skinned people as large, peaceful Amazonians who are welcomed by the indigenous people. And however, the locals also believed that they were from the spirit world or maybe purely mythological because they didn't fit in with the other local people. Just sounds May- like a bunch of people retired <laughs> and had a community. It's like half the population of Florida <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There. in the Amazon. Or were they Nordics? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe the caves they were living they in came were in just from... openings to the hollow earth. Right. And they're just walking through. Yeah. Pardon me. Hey, we're going to go fish. <laughs> Don't Excuse bother me. me. We'll, we'll be back. This is my, this is my Florida. Pay I'm no retired. attention to this large yeah. hole into the earth. <laughs> So since the announcement in 2013 of this uh, this discovery, several reports have vastly exaggerated. This is what John was talking about, the dimensions of the find. Uh, seven feet tall, people confuse that with seven meters tall, saying these guys were like 23 feet tall, you know, and that's... Which is the one I choose to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of fake photos spread, making the research tough, and people leery of backing it. Uh, which is bad because everyone knows that belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, several tall skeletons have really been found there. Yeah, uh, they actually you can you can examine. They have some of the skeletons. They're, they're not on dis- some of the skulls. They're not on display, but they have in a back room. Saw it on a documentary on uh, at the Smithsonian. They're big. They're, yeah, they're literally big. big. Yeah, they're, they're big. Now, Isn't not it? to be outdone, you know that's Ecuador. Come over here to America. We got the mound building people. The one of the famous ones is the Kentucky Dover mounds. We have Dixon mounds here in Illinois. There's mound people all over the place. I yeah. can understand why they live in Kentucky. I mean, it's better bourbon. Yeah. That's true. They, you know, no, mound bourbon Kentucky is one of my favorites. Who wants a Capraina when you can have a <laughs> nice, nice, old fashioned mound building? Ancient Americans have reportedly had skeletons found. Again, seven to eight foot tall. Not that crazy. Uh, but there is a lack of evidence and examples what? when you get into these mound building people. Many claims that they have found things have been debunked, and the examples are said to have not only been tall, but have elongated heads. Now, like, that plays into a couple things. Hmm. The elongated heads is because they, you know, they rope the heads off and, and elongate the skulls. Right. If, you if you're not familiar with what Brent's talking about, uh, sometimes um, conspiracy theorists will will say see look at these skulls they found the skull is elongated therefore it is a crazy new version of of human beings can you believe it no no it's just because in certain tribes they used to do and this is something that has been found all over the planet correct uh, kind of like the chinese used to bind feet yeah uh, they they would it, when when babies are born and the skull is still soft They'd wrap a bunch of uh, of rope or uh, a fabric around the head to shape the head. Heads, lips, necks. And then the other thing that a lot of them talked was elongated torsos. And they thought maybe they bound torsos on children, too, and it elongates the torso. I mean, the, unfortunately, those are practices that are still practiced to this day. Do they not really exist? Or were they just Native Americans that were really tall? I don't know, you know? And the problem is, all of the skeletons, or at least most of these skeletons that we can talk about, were returned to the Native Americans due to due to repatriation, meaning we gave them back. And when I was a kid, you used to be able to go to Dixon Mounds, and they had a burial site uncovered. It was crazy, man. You walked in. <laughs> swear to God, we, we went on a, on a field trip. Google these pictures. Look it up. 
it was just dead bodies, skeletons everywhere. And finally, the Native Americans won a huge lawsuit against it, and they had to cover it. Thank God. You literally walked on a catwalk. That's awful. You walked on a catwalk and looked at hundreds of skeletons. Just think, like you go to like Grace Cemetery here in Chicago, everything's and in and everyone just they've they've unearthed all the bodies. Like, oh look, Aunt Edna, and we did that as children, and we we're in there like, all right, start the projection. I guess the question Hello, is, hello, children. And the, the poor, did the you poor see Native, any giant skeletons? I did not at that point. The poor time. Native Americans are sitting there going, "My God, these are our people. You <laughs> yeah. guys, it's a sideshow. What the hell is going on?" Yeah, so. Yeah, they returned the the skeletons, the ones that were exposed, you know, so we don't really have any proof that they existed or didn't exist. If it was seven foot tall, eight foot tall, is that really that big of a deal? Is that proof of a smoking gun? Not, not really. Not, now, maybe if there was 700 skeletons and they were all seven to eight feet tall, well, then you got some good genes. That's just something. the, Am- that's the Amazonians. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. Um, so, uh, not to be outdone, uh, the Paiute tribe, the Native American tribe, indigenous to parts of Nevada, have an oral tradition about Lovelock Cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Red-haired they, they, white giants, John, as you were talking about. Yeah, they told early settler, settlers that uh, in the area there was a race of red-haired white giants, or what they called barbarians. They were cannibals. Yes, uh, that their their ancestors referred to as the Siteka. Uh, the story was written down in, in 1882 by Sarah, I'm going to mess this up, Winnemucca Hopkins. No, it's, I, I Hoop, was, it's Hoopkins. I was worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hopkins. Uh, she was the daughter of a Paiute uh, chief, uh, and, and she wrote that in her book, Life Among the Paiutes. Uh, Paiutes, I, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, uh, their wrongs and claims. These these quote unquote giants were described as being vicious, unfriendly, and as you mentioned, Brent, cannibalistic. In the story, uh, they speak of a great battle that took place, which led to the extermination at the site known today as Lovelock Cave. Yeah, they they drove them in there and pretty much destroyed the cave, set it on fire, and and we're done with. So you. they beat them. So yeah, that's good. Uh, but during the early part of the 20th century, archaeologists found thousands of artifacts inside that cave leading to a lengthy excavation of the site and 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 some speculation that maybe the legend was real. At least it looks like someone was led into there and slaughtered. Right. That's what they say. Now, the everything is just destroyed, so we can't really say that these were giants, mm-hmm. but we can say <laughs> that something bad happened there. And they were good hunters because there was a lot of duck decoys found in there. <laughs> There were, there were t- right? like of yeah. all the things that wasn't pottery, no. it wasn't this, like rudimentary, but it looked like a duck, duck decoy. That's one yeah. of the pictures that they love to show for that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, you, if you're gonna hype yourself, like why wouldn't you make somebody that you've killed huge? You, right, right. It's like, I'm not gonna be like, story. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, he was like 15 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. just. It's not like I squash these people that were four one. It's like no, no, no. They were giants. Well, they were big. All throughout super history, big. All throughout history, there's been reports of that like. One of the Chinese emperors supposedly had twin bodyguards that were both 15 feet tall. Now, did he really have bodyguards that are 15 feet tall? Or were the people that were going to go against them be like, oh, we can't fight it. They're 15 feet tall. It's one or the other. It's, it's two sides of the coin. You know, who knows? And at some tell- point, right, like you're like six, seven. That like anything past that, like is bigger. And I'll just make up my yeah, own. They number. didn't have a ton of measuring tapes back yeah. then. Right. Uh, tell the neighboring neighboring war state that my. My bodyguards are 15 feet tall. Yeah, that's the ticket. There we yeah. go. Right. They're, they still these, want to attack now. Good. <laughs> these 
these examples can go on and on. There's a couple more just to of note, you know, that have been through the ages. The New York Giants. Eli Manning is a big man. <laughs> now, not to be outdone, yeah, by Eli Manning, but in New York, there's a lot of stories of actual giants. Uh, the Giants of the Caucasus Mountains, another one. Uh, giant people everywhere you go. It's almost like Bigfoot. Everyone's got a story about it. And beyond that, there are 50 other accounts that we could go through. Unfortunately, yeah, they all have a couple paragraphs on them, and they're all very similar. And here's the stunning part of it. We don't really know for sure because there's no evidence. They're just stories. So we're going to head to break, but when we come back, what evidence is there really out there? What tangible evidence is there? Where are the bones? And why cover it up? Why, if they really are out there, why is all this being lied to us? Like, why are we being lied to? And finally, who will the starting offensive line be for Eli Manning this season? <laughs> who knows? All what? of that and more after the break on Hysteria 51. Man, Eli Manning's forehead is a giant in No, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a forehead, man. It's a vibe head. Nation, we are back, and we are talking about giants. Hit us with some evidence, Sean. That's that's what they're here for. They didn't here to come hear us regale them with alcoholic stories of Andre the Giant. I mean, maybe they did. I'm not going to Proof. Yeah. <laughs> Proof. 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 Well, after they defeated the Lord Conqueror, Bill Belichick, and his, <laughs> and his right-hand man, Tom Brady. No, Bring I'm... me the head of the Philistine, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Uh, no, we uh, we do have bones all over the planet that are that are seven or eight feet tall. But who cares about these? There are claims that there are skeletons and in individuals upwards of thirty six feet tall. Brent, if you found a skeleton of someone that was nine and a half feet tall, let's even say ten, Robert Wadlow would have been ten feet tall if he kept growing. He would never stop. They couldn't stop his growing. So even in and of that isn't crazy. If you found that thirty six feet tall, that's getting up there. Like you gotta you got. Probably a good shot putter. You, like, you know, you, you, you're probably going to go go to the Olympics. You put a saddle on that man. Shot put a car. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Rick Moran... Be great in the bonus stage on Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Beating the shit out of the car. Is is Zangief a giant? He might be. You don't Probably, know. by standards. Do you standards. think Rick Moranis was involved? All right, I confess, I did it. Did what? Pick-a-boo! I blew up the baby. Oh, I mean, fantastic. My favorite... Uh, part of the movie, this, the next line from that movie. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Seabot. Like you said, John, there's a lot of skeletons we found. Eight foot tall skeletons. Yeah, we find them. But the things that keep coming up when people are talking about these hidden skeletons, the ones that everyone's seen but just can't find the photos of or they're taking it hidden from us. couple things. We talked about the elongated torsos. Like, so the torso is longer than what would be normal. Uh, binding can do that and stuff. But here's, here's the, the, the clincher. Here's the big one. Double rows of teeth. Now, I'm not talking about, oh, you know, you got some jacked up molars and, you know, your fronts and backs are all over. You, sir, need an orthodontist. Literally, it looks like that scene in Coneheads when he opens his mouth and there's just double rows. Or, I mean, he had a bunch of Is rows. Is Coneheads a documentary about giants? You know, yes. it might be. It might be. Dan Aykroyd is into all of that. That's yeah, true. He's like 6'10", too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, he, like, he's like Bill Brasky. Every time you talk about him, he gets larger. <laughs> yeah. And he's friends with Britney Spears. That's true. Or they're working on... 
He has a snowplow uh, alien agenda too. together. I I've been running errands. I walk in. Lisa's watching a movie. Britney Spears is is singing. They pan to the crowd, and it must have been what he was talking to her about because Dan Aykroyd is like in the audience crying. I'm like, is this it? Like, am I under surveillance? Like, is, <laughs> have they gotten to you, baby? Have they gotten you, baby? What's our word? What's the code word? <laughs> Peaches, peaches. <laughs> not that code word. No, no, no. no. We're not doing that right now. They have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brent, they did find, allegedly, um, evidence in Egypt of real big giants. It, it, it's referred to as, uh, it's got a clever name, the Egyptian giant finger. Can you guess what it was? Uh, well, I know in college what I used to call the Egyptian giant finger. <laughs> But well, that's for a different podcast. So no, tell me, tell me about it, John. So in 1988, a treasure hunter named Gregor Spori allegedly came across something rather incredible in Egypt: a 15-inch long mummified finger. Hmm. Now think about that. Look at your finger right now. And <laughs> I swear to God, we're all doing it. <laughs> we're all holding up pointer finger. Yeah. Hold it up. And like, what, what is it? Uh, two inches. Six. I don't know. Above like, average. You're, you're, um, no, it, so your knuckle so about you're, three you're, inches. Samoans, you're you're judging your finger about the same way you judge your foot. I'd say it's, like, <laughs> it's a solid three inches. You say like a knuckle is about an inch, like three inches. Okay, so three inches. So imagine that, but fifteen inches long and the girth to go with it. So five of these, right? Five, yeah. That, so it's like that, a tail. It, it and it's just a finger. So imagine the size of the being that had said finger. So the giant finger, it, it, it was gross looking. It was it was black and shriveled. I mean, there's pictures on the internet. It's got kind of got rotten flesh. Still had the nail. It did. <laughs> Manicured. You, you want polish? Yeah, yeah. I can get you. Yeah, give me by three o'clock. I'll, yeah. I'll get you one. So it's said to have been found in the grave of a giant mummy somewhere near Giza pyramids. This is how you know legends are true when they use specifics like somewhere near. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Caddy corner. Were the finger to belong to a human being, that human would have been uh, scientists, quote unquote, claim 16 feet tall. Or normal with one jacked up finger. <laughs> hey, hey, pointy, come here. Just that, that's your your curse is like you got gigantism of a finger. Yeah, yeah. that's where those foam foam pointer yeah. things uh, at uh, or like football games came from. Right, right. The, the originator of those. It's like, bring it was just in a glove. Rodney. <laughs> bring Rodney in. Why he's got that finger? Show him a number one. <laughs> <laughs> but not to be outdone by everyone else, the origin and validity, I guess you could say, of this finger, as you can imagine, is muddy at best. Allegedly, Spory had had to pay an old grave robber from Cairo $300 just to see it and take photographs. Uh, the old man, the, the grave robber, handed Spory the object, uh, a treasure of ancient skin and bone wrapped in old, tired rags. Spory said uh, it was an oblong package, smelled musty. Shocker. It smelled musty. <laughs> uh, I was totally flabbergasted when I saw the dark brown giant finger. I was allowed to take it in hand and also to take pictures. A bill was put next to it to get a size of the comparison, like a dollar bill. Uh, the bent finger was split open and covered with dry mold. As, so they're taking care of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spory left Egypt uh, after his short encounter with the strange artifact. But in 2009, he returned, compelled to learn more or make more money, whatever. Unfortunately, the old man had vanished, and along with the old man, the finger had vanished, never to be seen again. But luckily, Spory did find a new merchant, an Asian man and his young grandson, who were peddling their wares, something called a mogwai. Mm. Those <laughs> sound safe. <laughs> hey, I hope he likes to eat late. <laughs> so was it a hoax like we are all insinuating right now, or 
Did we just have, figure out how the pyramids were built? So the funny, Gi- giants just one just, big guy. Yeah, just lifted up those big old blocks and Man, put them in place. He could eat every single piece of peanut butter in the jar, oh. like without without hesitation. <laughs> he couldn't get his finger in the jar. Yeah, there's no jar for how, him. I mean, a big old jiffy. Now, big old, maybe how like big a, a round do you think this thing was? Now, like an earthen an earthen jar they used to put in the pyramids. Those maybe mm, like the cup of Christ. It's the cup of carpenter. Yeah, it's right there. I tell you, though, man, I, the sad thing is, if you are a grave robber, you're probably not taking good care of it. Like, that that part of it is probably true. Yeah, I got this. It's probably worth millions. You want it? 50 bucks. Yeah, well. I'll sell out of court for 40. You know? <laughs> when the fact that, like, what happened to the rest of the body in this grave? He's like, oh, I got the whole thing. I'm just going to sell the finger. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. We ate it. Okay? It's I'm not going to church it up. It's like bad jerky, but uh, I was hungry. So <laughs> that's gone. You would think after... Ye- Thousands upon thousands of years, it would no longer smell musty. I mean, he did have it wrapped in rags. Who's to say what he'd used said rags for? Yeah, that's previously. a valid point. I don't know. A valid point. The fact that like your profession is grave robber doesn't really all qualify right. you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here's the thing. You got a grave robber, not not on the up and up. You got some spory guy. He's nefarious at best. What about George Washington? Did he say anything about giants? The seventh president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, George Washington. Seventh and 36th, if you go by the Gregorian calendar. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so George Washington apparently is evidence of giants. He uh, he believed that giants were once roaming the earth. That's not exactly hard to believe because pretty much everyone alive in the 1700s believed in giants. Just like everyone in the next decade is going to believe that the earth is flat because stupidity reigns supreme, it seems. Because uh, well, his reasoning the, there was huge skeletons of dinosaurs estimated to be thirty to forty feet um, discovered in the sixteen hundreds, and they kind of thought those were giants instead. Now think about that: dinosaurs didn't exist; we had no idea, and all of a sudden they find a femur that's that's oh, seven mean, feet we, long. Wait, you mean we didn't know they existed? You sounded like uh, David Weiss for a second. No, I'm sorry, we didn't know the ex- dinosaurs didn't exist in the 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 narrative we didn't know we hadn't discovered in the known scientific world we had known we had just edited that yeah yeah you know we had shows to remove we hadn't found them yet and so they find these that actually makes sense it gives him a buy because he goes yeah they found that seven foot femur over there that dude was huge he's huge you're right i mean it wasn't until 1842 that sir richard owen classified skeletons called they called them dinosauria meaning bad reptile good name that's a good name not to be outdone by the the seventh or maybe first president, Mister Abraham Lincoln himself. There is, if he gave this as a speech or if it was just he Jules was a giant speech. He six foot four, I think he was right. No, no, he was taller than that. Uh, what you don't realize is under the under the stovepipe hat was the elongated skull. Oh, oh right, going it's back been, to the whole uh, conehead thing. It's been photoshopped <laughs> out of all of the photos you've seen. Right, he's right. always wearing a hat because it that skull goes to the top of that hat. Exactly. <laughs> so here's the thing: uh, he wrote about Niagara Falls, the eyes of that species of extinct giant, who bones filled the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Now, there's conjecture of whether that was a speech or just doodles that he'd given, but did he mean giants like the Kentucky Mounds? Did he mean giants like the horrible thunder lizards? Or did he mean mammoths like mammoth bones of, of actual woolly mammoths? Like and woolly things? mammoths, yeah. yeah. which were all over America and at that time being discovered because they still had bone hunting fever at that time. And people debated, and sadly, he didn't respond to our requests for an interview. So uh, let's get to 
real place. A real place. Take a look at evidence. The Smithsonian. Oh, wait. People believe the Smithsonian is behind the cover-up of Giant Bones. And that's just, they, they call it Smithsonian Gate, John. I will say this about the Smithsonian. They do have those extra large skulls, not not skulls that would lead to you thinking of a 36 foot giant, Mm -hmm. but like a 10 foot giant. They have those skulls and they are not on display. Yeah. I mean, scientists can go and and, I mean, I saw a documentary of them. You have to request them. Request them. You can look at them, but they don't display them. So the conjecture is the, the story is that they had all these bones and around 1900, the powers that be decided that they needed to curtail the spreading of. The truth of like there, the earth is a lot older and there was other species and things. And the Smithsonian destroyed all of these bones that they had. They were worried about causing a panic. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Freak out, man. Right. I mean, moments, what do you think? Can you see the Smithsonian doing something like that? I don't think so. I mean, personally, like it's, it's sort of like stupid man. I. I'm just so naive. You're talking about an organization that raises money by people donating based on the things they have on display. Yeah. Oh, we've got the most amazing thing to display. Let's not display let's, it. Uh, let's go ahead and break that up. Let's let's throw it away. Yeah, I don't. It, it's hard because everything that they've brought forth as evidence has been proven to be, you know, bogus for the most part. And so you just brought up my my whole point of it was they want people to come there and see it. Why? Like. Matt, why? Why would they do it? Can you think of any real reason? Maybe there's just some stuff that's way too real. Like, I mean, that's what the people say, right? I mean, but, but I don't know how a giant is on the spectrum. I think no. maybe it's like way deeper than, huh? Like it's the NWO and the reptilians and stuff that like it, it's, it's like one of them's got like just, metal it was bones. Too sweet. Like Uh-oh. you have animanium or something. <laughs> animantium and vibranium. Like, vibranium. <laughs> like all that's there. The, the, this uh, is nth metal, so we're not we're not we're gonna leave this one alone. <laughs> The biggest story about the Smithsonian that, that circled around, this isn't Smithsonian Gate, I don't think, um, was that in the early 1900s, they burned a ton of, of extra skulls. So that's this, that's part that, of this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which was completely, that was debunked. So at the end of the day, the actual Smithsonian Gate, um, whether they hid other things or not, who's to say, but the actual Smithsonian Gate was completely debunked. Never happened. It's been proven it never happened. It was uh, fake news sites. Have you, have you heard of that term, fake news? Um, uh, literally circulating this stuff for fun. And uh, for That's clips. why I only go to the real sites. I believe they uh, call them Daily Express, The Sun, World Weekly News, you know, hard-hitting. Right. You guys I, know that they found Lucifer's uh, mummified skeleton? Yeah. 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 Was it next to Bat Boy? He, no, Bat Boy was on top of it. Like he was hoping to hatch it. I, he's dumb. You know? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Well, he's everywhere. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. The, the point is, it's just like everything else. It's one of those things you, you dive into it and people use this as a, a huge talking point. And I watched a lot of videos where people are like, there they are saying that it's not true, passing on this quote unquote evidence. Let's go to Snopes and Snopes. Not true. <laughs> You dumb bastards. It's like, what are you? They what probably you think the earth at? is round, too. Yeah. I just want to know who rounded up all of the giant bones. Like, like we're like, uh, you know what? They did exist. Dog the bounty hunter's <laughs> grandfather. <Yeah. right>? That's who. <laughs> no. we're, we're just finding them. And as soon as they're found, they're like, get them to the Smithsonian yeah. ASAP. <laughs> That's right. So here's here is actual evidence, though. There are footprints. <laughs> I just thought about what he said. That's a great point. Oh, how, how will we get rid of these? 
let's give it to a scientific organization that loves to display artifacts. They'll be the ones to burn them for us. Yes, <laughs> they don't. They don't want to have these big ones. They take up too much space. They, we have no other incinerators other than the Smithsonian. They, they'll take care of the them. guy who was running the Smithsonian in nineteen hundred was four foot eleven. He's like no. <laughs> Did Jansen? Nobody over five feet ever existed. Yeah. They're, they're walking around now. I will get Pork them. Pork sandwiches. <laughs> the other evidence, there is evidence out there. There are some crazy, crazy footprints around the world that are old and seem to not be able to be debunked. Now, a lot of them can be. Some of them can't. The, the craziest thing that I saw in researching this episode were these footprints. Yeah, and some of these footprints that they look at are like, well, this was put down when the magma was still hot around 13 million years ago. Yeah, exactly. And it is a four-foot-long, human-looking, five-toed footprint that has been there, not been disturbed since then. What the hell? Walking in magma. <laughs> Walking in cooling, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So that's like some pretty I don't know. Have you, ever, have, you ever, have you ever gotten a pedicure, Matt? No, I wish I had. Oh, they're great. They, Are they? they? Massage your feet, massage your calves. I don't think anybody wants to deal with these it's dogs. wonderful. Um, <laughs> if you've ever been in one of these places and you've seen someone come in who perhaps needed a pedicure, I don't know, in the 70s, mm. uh, and you Some see them work, work on those calluses with essentially a sander mm -hmm. for for the better part of an hour, like uh, they could walk through magma. I could see it. I could see it. Do you realize you're walking through magma? Oh no! It, it felt good. It tickles. Yeah, it, I felt something. I I felt something for the first time. <laughs> trying yeah. to burn off these corns. There, <laughs> there are photographs. Photographers have even been exploring in areas near these Chinese villages and come across crazy finding. They discovered footprints left behind of what can only be described a massive being. In in the image, you can clearly see the put footprint embedded in rock yeah go you can google this yeah and compared to an ordinary foot of a human being the footprint embedded in the rock is at least twice as big and that's just one of them that's in china then you got south africa you got four foot long footprints that stand firmly embedded in granite and locals call it goliath's footprint or the footprint of god and this thing is big and it's like on the side of something like he kicked this bastard you know it, it's crazy it looks like uh that the rock movie that's coming out rampage it looks like mm -hmm. the big yeah. monkey did that you mean George. Yes, thank you, George. <laughs> so, like, in short, what we're getting at is there's tons of absolutely huge imprints in rock all around the world that look literally like giant feet. Not only do they look like giant feet, they have the tapered in, like, what you think of, like, an arch and a foot, and they have the sloping of toes. It looks like a human foot. And it might be the best evidence of giants, a footprint, kind of like Bigfoot. Damn it. Bigfoot, you know, it's like 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 when we did the Bigfoot episode. Like <laughs> if we only have some footprints, is yep, that yep. <laughs> you're, you're right. Like, oh, that, he's here. That is the best that we have. I don't know. Like, is that evidence to you? Like, what, do you look at that and go, yeah? It's nah. the most compelling thing I saw. Yeah, these things. It, it, it easily could not be a footprint. Like, it yeah, easily could be something else. Just like you can see faces and other things, but it looks like a footprint. But it really looks like a footprint. And it's indented like a footprint. And when they do plaster casts, it is stepped in like a footprint. It is compelling. It is compelling. It just may have been a really, really good joke. Like, there's one guy who's just like, you know what? I'm really tired of dealing with these Jagmos. Like, Actually, I'm just going to uh, tell as him. long ago as it was, it was like, you know what? Tired of Jagmos. <laughs> Jagmo make me angry. I make foot huge. <laughs> huge foot. Look, huge foot come. Uh, we call it 
large feet. <laughs> Everybody should go. <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard. Like, I don't know. It's the idea of the bones, right? Like, unless the bones were made out of something that dissolve much faster than current bones. Right, right. So... What could they have been? Well, we talked about David and Goliath. They could have been the Nephilim, you know, and they were they were killed off by the flood or the deluge or, or God smited them. Uh, another human, maybe it was a hominid that existed before us. You know, right. we know we know for a fact Homo that there Superius were, there was and, Homo know. sapiens and yeah. Neanderthals and and actually now they know many other offshoots also that they right. keep finding. So and, was this another offshoot? Mm-hmm. And it just didn't. Uh, maybe that they were so big that they became infertile or sterile, or maybe they were killed off. You know what? If I'm going to battle, I'm going to shoot for the big guy first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, watch Game of Thrones. That's what they did. And then oh, um, they did what? Uh, no, the documentary just, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. They no, I haven't yet. This, I hear it's great. Kill the last one. Then you got what is really probably what this is, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> what if it wasn't an ancient giant race, but aliens instead? I feel that's always, that's always the thing. It's like, what if it wasn't this, but a bunch of dogs? <laughs> You're like, well, I guess maybe it could have been. but that's- I mean, what if it was Transformers? What if sure. it was dogs playing poker? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I never thought of that before. It's so hard to look at this because I'm going to actually take a look at this stepping out of myself. And the earth is very old and it's hard to say what didn't didn't live. We don't know. We're finding every day to this day dinosaurs. Who's to say that dinosaurs. Wait, are you just skipping I, over the fact that it was aliens? I'm, I'm saying who knows what was around then or that we haven't found or at other times. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe it was another, like you said, I, I like that whole idea. We can't talk about it without them showing they up. They show it's up. It's getting old. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> and gals. <laughs> Glee plop. Uh, yeah. I don't know. To me, it's not that hard to think that, you know, you could have had a, a race, not a race, you know, people that were eight, nine feet tall and a bunch of them bred and they, they live that way and you hear stories about them. But to think of these 36 foot monsters that were fallen from God and stuff, then you get into, whew, that's a little, it's a little crazy. We're in sticky area here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts, John? I have two opposing thoughts on this. I'm not settled on this. One, it's easy to take everything we've talked about and, and, and easily see how, well, you're mistaking this for that. There weren't giants. Calm down. However, I, I am of the belief that way back in the day, there was a lot more on this earth than we are necessarily aware of. Um, so, so I mean, I'm talking like pre-Bible, like pre-flood, pre-all that. Um, it's not that crazy to me to believe that way back then there was some sort of large creature running around. Could it have just been an enormous, enormous ape? You know, just some sort of other uh, uh, Gigantopithecus, pre-Gigantopithecus. Pre-Gigantopithecus, pre-bipedal walking around that they referred to as giants. It's not like they said they sat down and had a conversation with them. What if there was a dinosaur that had five toes? (laughs) His feet just (laughs) looked like ours. It's not that crazy for me to think that something like that existed. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I think that, you know, uh, we look in in our history and a lot of the lore um, you know, people talk about dwarves. Don't and, say lore. We owe money to Aaron Mankey. <laughs> Aaron Mankey. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of the uh, like dwarves and elves, a lot of the stuff in, in fantasy books and fantasy movies. Um, is it that crazy to think that there were 
just other types of of beings that were pretty similar like we have little people and that's probably the with them trying to describe little people right you know? right right just kind of off uh, or all the different things i just mentioned just different offshoots of mm-hmm. homo sapiens eventually homo sapiens won out um that's not that crazy for me to believe uh but no did we have 36 foot tall beings in the last 500 years i don't believe yeah so. I, I don't i don't believe that either and the, the, a lot of people go well they're they're hiding in the forests or they're in this and that With literally Bigfoot. yeah literally people say that these there's and still, elvis there there's still these people hiding out there and i don't yeah. um no, i don't believe that no as like an evolutionary biologist like i can understand how people could uh a lot of this is relative too, right? Like to your whole point of like the Nordics, like in, the, in most the the stories about giants, they were f- like fair skinned, red haired, whatever. So I'm sure they could have been to the point of six nine or above. Eric like, the Red showed up, and they're like, "That's a giant." Yeah, and, and like if if the relative height at the time is like four four is is like a normal man, and like or even an five eight, four, yeah. You know, so even, it was it was essentially it was the Vikings. That's it. It could have been. Um, and, but even did you hear they got rid of Case Keenum. I did. They picked up Tormon Giantsbane, though, so I think they're going to be good. So this they'll season. be fine this year. <laughs> they'll be great. Uh, but yeah, to, I think to everybody's point, like it's not inconceivable that they existed at some point. Currently, no, nobody's just hiding them, and nobody like edited them out of history. Yeah, it's not like they have the the uh, underground railroad for giants. That'd be a big cavern. That'd be the <laughs> hardest thing to do. The literal hardest thing to do is like just keep giants a secret. That's that. That's actually we just stumbled on another discovery. That is what the Grand Canyon was originally for. Just it was an escape route route for just giants. A big bubble bath for four of them. So, <laughs> nation, you heard it here first. We don't know. We're we're on the point. Uh, you know, I don't buy it now. Could have been a long time ago. Sure. You guys don't know something. Shocker. <laughs> but what no. I do think we should do is how do we make giants? We're at that point now where we can. No, should you, we? You start with Brienne of Tarth, right. and you get her liquored up. Yeah, and, and then you uh, got to find a god to fall. How about a giant version of me? Jaeger time. No, no, that's a terrible idea. No, <laughs> that's no. we're not doing that. No, I don't even like the version we have. No, can we make it smaller? What do you guys think? Hysteria Nation. Or did we miss some giants? What are your favorite giants? Not the New York Giants. And they might be giants. Or the they, San Francisco Giants. They might be giants. If we own the music, we'd play it right now. <laughs> did you know that Istanbul was once Constantinople? Now it's Istanbul, Istanbul, not Constantinople. A long time gone, Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? It's nobody's business but the Turks. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, our thoughts, Hysteria Nation. Uh, you guys can let us know. Hop on Twitter at Hysteria51Pod. Go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. Or join the discussion on Hysteria Nation. Yes. Log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. This is where we talk about all this stuff on a daily basis. And don't forget Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. Two new pledges. Brian Bernier and Manny Campos, thank you guys. Thank huge, you so much. Huge shout out to our new Patreon members. We've been uh, putting out some more stuff on there. Lisa and I just recorded two new Up All Nights. Uh, we're going to have a bunch more coming out. We do a radio drama every week that we release, so hopefully and, you guys like it. And uh, we're getting close to our, our first initial goal on Patreon when mm-hmm. we hit it. We are going to invite every Patreon member, even if they are only a dollar Patreon member, to send in uh, a welcome, a hello, a message to Hysteria Nation, and it is going to get played on this podcast. So <laughs> join our Patreon, and you could hear your own voice. You you could become a star. Maybe that's overstating it a little bit. <laughs> 
Well, are you going to play? You know, are you going to play uh, Joe's? It, I know he's going to send one in. <laughs> <laughs> no, because fuck Joe. Because everyone just goes, "Where's Joe Peck? I love Joe Peck." That's going to be nine of them anyway. So he didn't have to do. No, it. that's just all of his other email. Accounts. Oh, is that him? Yeah, just, that's yeah. him. He, oh, he's like so really easily confused. Yeah, <laughs> you can always say you love. Le- no, is that Lisa? Is that producer Lisa doing it? <laughs> but if you want to hear your voice on this show before we hit that goal, there is a simple and easy way, Brent. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> it, it is free. Just dial seven seven three. 669-7277 that is 773-669-7277 leave us a voicemail and we promise as long as it isn't you know hate speech we will play it on this podcast that is true and you know like i said it is free but you don't get all that extra juicy juicy content stickers and hand-drawn pictures from john and i we just sent out a few this last week and i gotta tell you i was pretty proud of mine uh, it was art It was. It was. Much like what we produce on this podcast every week, art. Speaking of art, everything that comes out of the guy's mouth is art. Moens, Matt Owens, back on the show after a long hiatus. He left us for the sunny shores of Venice Beach, California. Uh, Where he was getting paid money for religious feasts. Religious feasts out there, right? That, mostly. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, those darn, darn wolves came along. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, uh, yeah, like if you guys are ever in Venice, he will put you up in his house. You yeah, know, no, to pay. Oh, no, no. His, uh, his email a... address. Yeah, yeah that guy's no one. Moen's <laughs> at... oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, but there's, um, there's very lax vagrancy laws there, so feel free to sleep anywhere that, else. That is and true. And they sell funnel cakes. So, yeah. I uh, mean, if you like carnival and not showering, Venice is a great spot. You could be a carny or go to Venice. And, Nation, you do have some homework this week. Tell a friend about this show. Yeah, get them to give us a review on iTunes. We'd love a five star, but whatever's in your heart. And lose a fight. Or just start with <laughs> listening to this show. We, we appreciate it. We, uh, our numbers have been expanding, and uh, thank you to all of you who are spreading the word about Hysteria That's 51. Right. <laughs> Put birdseed on those, on those nice BMWs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you feel is appropriate. Uh, so with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Moens. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. (laughs) Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.